I have one thing to say to you. Kiss my fat ass. Hello, fellow mourners of diet culture. It is I, Emily Lubin. I'm the Grim Reaper and the host of this show. Welcome to RIP Diets. This is the last episode of season two, baby. And I thought it would be very appropriate to do a brief season two wrap up, talk about what I feel like this season was about, um, what I feel like the first season was about, because I never really talked about that with you, and to kind of discuss what my plans are for season three. I still have a lot to plan for, which is why I'm taking this little mid-season break to come back even stronger with season three for you guys. But the first season for those of you who have been listening from the beginning, it was mostly about intuitive eating and how to reject diet culture because this is completely opposite to what we have been told and what we continue to be told, which is that we need to try to shrink our bodies at all costs. You and I now know that that is not true and diet culture is a fucking scam. So that was the first season. And this past season was really about exploring the why behind disordered eating and how diet culture fucks your mental health. And I think you all got a very um, up-close and personal view of what I've been going through and um, what I think the whole world is kind of going through as we get readjusted to everyday non-pandemic life. Next season... I hope to explore body liberation and how to feel good in your skin when society tells you not to and to feature more people who can have really interesting conversations with me about body liberation and to give you guys the tools to really achieve that and not just say, oh yeah, my body is deserving of love, which of course is important, but really to have the tools in your toolbox to do that and to feel really fucking good about your body just the way it is and not feel tempted to change it. Thank you all for being a part of this exciting ride. I've always loved podcasting. I've been podcasting for over six years, but until this past year doing RIP Diets, I've never known what a joy it is to feel like I'm making even a small difference in your lives and helping you see your body from a new perspective. It's given me a new purpose. It's something I'm so passionate about and I just can't wait to continue with you all and to continue growing the community. Now, from a personal standpoint, I've experienced a lot of growth this past year with these two seasons of RIP Diets. I've been able to connect with so many people about things that for a long time I thought were unique to me and I've learned that they are not unique to me at all and that's honestly made me even stronger in my recovery. So thank you all again for that. I've also been able to think 
more critically about my body journey and less from an emotional place. I can see now when I'm taking out my frustration, anger, or sadness out on my own body, and I can stop myself when I start to do that and move on to something more productive. I can also evaluate my own needs with less judgment. This is just one example, but when the gyms opened back up in New York City, I was going to the gym like four or five times a week and lifting really heavily and really pushing myself to the point of exhaustion, partly because I had missed being able to do that when the city was shut down for almost a year, but also because deep down I thought I needed to do that to maintain some sense of control. And in the past month, I've really been able to evaluate what I need from my workouts with less judgment and less of an I should attitude. Um, I've scaled back a lot on the amount of time I spend working out. I started changing up my workouts and doing different things like sprinting and rowing just to get my body moving, even if that's not what will make my muscles the biggest or prove how strong I am. And this is a big one for me. I've realized that abs are not in the cards for me. And that's honestly okay. And I'm just going to the gym less in general. I'm able to make my own decisions about when I work out and not give in to the false pressure of how much I should be working out. If I go to the gym and I'm exhausted or not feeling it after 20 minutes, I can leave. And if I straight up don't feel like going that day, I can skip it and not judge myself so harshly for that because I'm listening to my body. All of those are just small victories for me. And a part of this process that I know is probably going to be a lifelong process, but I feel really good about it right now. And I feel really good about where the show is and how far we've come. And I just love all of you all. So sorry to get sappy on you. I just can't help it. I love you guys so much. And speaking of that, um, I wanted to get into the final listener question of the season. This one is from a gorgeous and flawless listener who DM'd me on Instagram. You can follow me at Lubination and follow the podcast at RIP Diets if you want to message me or just be a part of the movement. And this is what she said. Hi, I just listened to an episode of RIP Diets and I love it so much. It actually made me tear up because of all the struggles with calories I've been going through. I was wondering if you could do a segment on overeating. Not necessarily binge eating, but just overeating at every meal because of calorie restriction. Thank you so much for that question. I wanted to use this as an opportunity to distinguish between binging and overeating. I believe I've mentioned this before, but it never hurts to review it because this is something that I would get confused about all the time even in my recovery, but especially when I was in my eating disorder. There's a lot of judgment associated with the word binging. And I now know that I would use the word binging or I would call something a binge when it wasn't even really a binge. And I would love to hear from you guys if you do this as well or if you've done this before, but I would just attribute so much judgment to eating when I was not hungry or not starving, you know? And if I made it 
the whole day eating, quote, normally or eating intuitively, rather. And I got to the end of the day and I decided to have dessert or I decided to eat, you know, a a little something more than my body technically needed or than I was used to eating. I would place a lot of judgment on that and I would beat myself up for binging. But now that I really know the difference between binging and overeating, I know that I wasn't binging. So this is the difference for you guys. A binge is when you eat an excessive amount of food, more than you feel comfortable with. I used to binge to the point of feeling physically in pain, um, but that doesn't necessarily qualify it as a binge. I think What really qualifies a binge as a binge is the lack of control that you feel when it's happening. Because overeating, everybody overeats sometimes and it's so normal and you shouldn't judge yourself for overeating sometimes. For example, uh, the other day I ordered in some Chinese food and I feel like it's impossible to not overeat just a little bit when you get Chinese food because it's so delicious and it's in, you know, family size portions and... I just really liked it. It was really yummy. And I just, you know, I ate a little bit more than when my body was technically full. And that's okay. We don't need to place judgment on overeating because it's so normal. Sometimes you just overeat for comfort or you overeat because you're really enjoying your food. And everybody does that sometimes. And that's fine. If you do find yourself overeating at every meal, I would first evaluate why you think you're overeating and whether that could be extreme hunger. If you're in active recovery for an eating disorder, it could be that you really are that hungry and you're eating more than you think you maybe should, but your body really does need that in order to understand that it's not in a famine and you're not going to starve yourself tomorrow. The food is a plenty and it's going to keep coming. And then eventually your appetite will level out and you'll feel a little more normal around food. That's a process that I had to go through. I did have extreme hunger when I first started recovery and I would eat family size bags of tortilla chips and salsa. And <laughs> I thought I was going through something crazy. I thought I was losing my mind, but that did eventually stop. And now when I overeat, it's really, you know, on those special occasions that I order something in and I'm really enjoying it. And I try not to judge myself for that because it's just one of the joys of life is indulging sometimes in some food that you don't normally get to have. And that is totally fine. Let's take the judgment out of overeating. Let's not even call it overeating. Let's just call it indulging or living. Okay. Now, if you've been in recovery for a while, or if you've never gone through an eating disorder and you find yourself overeating quite frequently, it could be that at some point in your day or in some corner of your mind, you are restricting and you just don't realize it. There are two kinds of restriction, and I want to lay them out for you so that you understand the difference. There's mental restriction and there's physical restriction. Physical restriction is when you are actually counting calories and you're actually limiting your food based on how much you think you should be eating, which can in turn lead to overeating later because you didn't really get the right amount of food 
because you're giving yourself only a limited quantity and later that's going to backfire and you're going to overeat because you underate earlier. Mental restriction is a little bit different because mental restriction occurs when you are not actually physically restricting your calories or your food intake, but you're telling yourself on some level, you know, you might be conscious of it, you might not be conscious of it, but you are telling yourself that you really shouldn't be eating that much. So that is a much trickier thing to diagnose in yourself. I recognize that, but I I would just first be really fucking honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I physically restricting? Am I not eating that cookie after lunch because I just had a big lunch and I don't need a cookie? Am I skipping breakfast in the morning because I know I'm going to have a big meal later? Am I portioning out my food according to how much I think I should be eating rather than how hungry I am? All of those things would count as physical restriction. If you are physically restricting, you should give yourself a little more food than you think you should be eating or a little more than maybe you need. Make sure that it's bountiful. Make sure that your meals have plenty of what you want and are satisfying to you in the moment. And that will drastically reduce the chances that you'll overeat at your meals. If you're not physically restricting, then you need to ask yourself, am I mentally restricting? Am I judging myself for eating an extra bowl of pasta? Am I telling myself, okay, this is fine now, but tomorrow I'm going to be a good girl and I'm going to only eat a half a cup of pasta? I don't know, whatever it is, you need to understand that distinction and be really honest with yourself and evaluate if you are restricting, how are you restricting? Many of us restrict throughout the day and don't even realize it. I still catch myself doing it sometimes. I'll want a snack, but then I'll think to myself, I'm going to eat dinner in an hour and a half. So why do I need a snack? An hour and a half is a long time to go hungry. Okay, so if you want to have a snack, just have a snack. It's the only way that your body is going to get back in touch with what it actually needs in that moment in time. That's what intuitive eating is all about, people. And finally, let's not judge ourselves for overeating because overeating really is just a part of the process sometimes. And it's not something that needs to be judged because the amount of food that you eat does not make you morally right or wrong. If you truly are listening to your body and you're taking this as an opportunity to grow and learn, then you can see overeating as a learning experience. You can say, "Mm, yeah, I I did overeat that Chinese food yesterday because it was really delicious, but I didn't feel so great afterwards. So maybe next time I'll take a little break in between and I can always go back for more. That's the biggest thing is developing trust in your body and your intuition because if you know in your heart of hearts that you can go back for more, then there's no reason to overeat because the food is going to be there in an hour or two hours or tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon if you want to have more. It's not going anywhere and you will enjoy the food a lot more when you're actually hungry for it. And going back to something that I was talking about earlier, I think the same can be applied to exercise. I'm trying to be more mindful of how I exercise and how it makes me feel. 
I love exercising. It's a big part of my life. But like I said before, I was kind of in a rut with my workouts and really taking the time to understand why I was fatigued by my workouts and recognizing that, okay, maybe I'm doing a little too much. Maybe going for an hour and a half is a little too long. Let's scale it back. Let's go for 45 minutes and let's do some sprinting followed by some light weights rather than heavy weights like I've been doing. And that made all the difference for me. That made my workouts fresher and it allowed me to really take the time and space to try different things and not work out to the point of exhaustion, which doesn't do anybody any good. So if you struggle with overeating or overexercising, I really do think that this advice can apply to both things. I also want to remind you guys that uh, this is the final stretch of summer, okay? We have July and we have August. And I know that I get really self-conscious in the summer when I'm not as covered up. And I've talked about this before, spring and summer body anxiety or SABS is the acronym. Let's all make a pact to be really fucking nice to ourselves this summer and to not compare your body to every other body at the beach and to just live in the moment enjoy being outside, enjoy that summer heat, enjoy the summer sweat. Don't get stuck in the comparison game. Don't get stuck in the comparison game on Instagram. Know that it's not real in any way, shape, or form. And everybody feels like there's somebody that's doing something better than they are. But in the end, we're all going to die. So Do you want to be on your deathbed knowing that you enjoyed your life and that you didn't hold back and that you tried things and you enjoyed yourself and you lived in the moment? Or do you want to feel like, oh, I really wasted a lot of time comparing myself to people who are also dead now and don't have any relevance to my life? When in doubt, I would always go back to that thought. Do I want to be on my deathbed knowing that I missed out on certain experiences because I was too wrapped up in feeling inadequate and feeling like I'm not as good as this person or that person? I personally don't want to be on my deathbed thinking about that. I want to feel like I experienced everything and I really lived in the moment, which I know can be hard in today's day and age, but that's the ultimate goal, okay? So... I just wanted to remind you all to live in the moment during the season break. And uh, one last final reminder before I wrap up the finale, visit my Patreon, people. It's patreon.com slash RIP diets. We've been getting some new pledges recently, and I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. I will be uploading weekly content during the mid-season break. And that'll usually be in the form of a video or a vlog. I'm recording one early this week, should be up by the middle of the week, and it's going to be a full day of eating. And I'll be recording different vlogs. I would love suggestions for the types of videos that you want to see. I mean, it could be anything. It could be a fashion video. It could be me cooking, even though I'm not much of a cook. It could be full days of eating. It could be I bring my friends on and we talk about our body struggles. It could be literally anything. I just want to know what you guys want to see because I want to create content that you are excited about and that helps you in this mid-season break. 
So again, that's patreon.com slash RIP diets. And guys, that's it. Until next season, peace, love, RIP diets. (laughs) 